Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. America. I am not a number. I am a free man. Wiggins America. The only thing I'm going to need from you guys right now is a cup of coffee. Wiggins. Today's global economy waits for no man. America. Today's global business climate is like whatever, dude. Politics is a dirty game. I'm not sure we want to play. There are forces here at work that you couldn't possibly understand. You have no idea how high up this goes. Welcome to Wiggins America. Hello and welcome back to the second hour of Wiggins America, or welcome to the show if you're just tuning in. I've been covering some things this morning. We talked about January 6th. We talked about who runs the world with Old Roy. So if you missed the first hour, you can go get that on the Odyssey app. You can rewind or get the podcast when we upload that probably on Sunday night, uh, just after the Heidi Harris show. So I don't really have a great way to get into this topic because most of my features are things like Tales from the Dark Side or the Game of Lies, things that are generally negative. What I have here is positive. It's a clip from Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City. Now, one of the reasons I find this fascinating is not because it's New York City and there's a lot of attention given to New York City. That is true. And, you know, the mayor of any city is not going to be as well-known as the mayor of New York City. That's just the way it is. But the mayor of Chicago is going to be reelected. You know, we're losing Lori Lightfoot in the great state of Illinois to a future mayor that we don't know. It's either going to be this Brandon Johnson guy or it's going to be Paul Vallis, neither of one of which I knew much about up until the last couple of weeks. And it looks like Paul Vallis is the more 
he's a Democrat, but he looks like he's the more rational of the two. Uh, Johnson looks like he's going to actually take it in a further left hellhole than it already is. Uh, can you imagine being further left of Lori Lightfoot? But that looks like where he's at. So really, it, it's going to say a lot about the state of the nation, too, that election. Uh, so all eyes on Eric Adams. That's how he won his election. But it was by just not being so far left that he actually stood out from the pack a little bit because he's against crime. That's what Paul Vallis is doing in Chicago. Eric Adams has been an interesting figure to me because he ran on a platform that sounded fairly moderate or at least not super far left, and then he hasn't really governed that way. So these comments that he's giving now, I am shocked to hear. I'm fully in support of, but I want to get your thoughts. Here's what he said last week. We are destroying our next generation. Destroying them. And we say over and over again, we need to build a world that's better for our children. No, we need to build children that's better for our world. And we have to be honest about that. And it means instilling in them some level of faith and belief. Don't tell me about no separation of church and state. State is the body, church is the heart. You take the heart out of the body, the body dies. I can't separate my belief because I'm an elected official. When I walk, I walk with God. When I talk, I talk with God. When I put policies in place, I put them in with a God-like approach to them. That's who I am. And I was that when I was that third grader, and I'm going to be that when I lead government. I am still a child of God and will always be a child of God, and I won't apologize about being a child of God. It is not going to happen. Does hearing that from Eric Adams, an avowed Democrat, and you know certainly not a conservative Democrat, at least that's not the way he's governed so far, does hearing that surprise you? Because it really surprised me. But I really believe that that is what is going to save America, is people coming back to God first. Because you have to have this core belief that then shows itself in policy. And he's talking about, I do not believe in the separation of church and state. By the way, if you do, you can. This is America. You can believe in that. But it's not in the Constitution. And it never was in the Constitution. That was actually added to law the, the the law the the concept of separation of church and state didn't even exist in american law until the 1950s when there started to be talk about taking official prayer out of schools and they said what well, it's a slippery slope you take the prayer out of school you take god out of schools you're really going to lose the nation where do you think we are right now you think we're doing pretty good so i love hearing that from eric adams and I really believe that it is people like that that we can we have common ground with. Now we may disagree with them on policies, but we have to start somewhere. And that is the great that's the best place to start is right there to say we have the same core beliefs. Now how do we work out from that? So I started looking up some of the things that Eric Adams has been doing. Now I don't know that he if he's turning, if he's changing, or if this has always been the way he has handled things, and we just throughout the COVID era didn't really get to see him in action. He has been hard on crime. I mean, as I guess as hard as you can be in New York City. 
but you're not hearing New York City being the center of just awful homelessness and problems with crime that it was. It's not great. I'm not saying you solve these problems overnight, but he does support the police. He does support prosecuting crime. And you don't, if you notice, you don't hear about New York's problems as much as other cities. You don't hear about rampant theft all the time like you do in Portland or San Francisco or L.A. You don't hear about homelessness as big of a problem there. I'm not saying these problems don't exist. I'm just saying that when you start to send the message that you're doing something about them, good things happen. Those things generally go down. Surprise, surprise. Well, get this. Here's a couple things that Eric Adams, mayor of New York City, has said after that that make me think, well, maybe he is turning around. Maybe he is seeing that there have to be some rational policies. You don't have to call them conservative if you don't want to. I don't care what the label is. The whole purpose of calling myself a conservative is not for a label. It's because I believe generally that this philosophy works. So I don't really care what you call it. Eric Adams, if you want to piecemeal some conservative policies together and call them something else, go for it. I just care about getting things done that work. Here, here's this is Merrick, sorry, uh, Mayor Eric Adams is telling stores now, I'm reading, to have customers remove their face masks. It's got a big picture of what's up in all windows. I mean, if you go into businesses now, you still see this. You still see six feet apart on the floor in a lot of places just from hangover. But it says New York no longer has a face mask mandate, and that's partially due to him. And New York City Mayor Eric Adams is telling stores to get customers to lower their masks before entering to help prevent crime. It's a reversal of previous guidance for shops here. And they show a face mask sign. And there's a lot of people going, well, you can't really do that. You can't force private businesses to do that. Well, he's not. He's not issuing a mandate. That's the whole point. He's asking for their cooperation so that when they use security cameras, they can see and prosecute crime easier. He says, I'm doing this for you. You want me to protect your stores? Ask people to remove their masks as they come in, even if just for a moment, and then they can put them right back if they're worried about it. We're not trying to make a mandate here. I'm just asking you to let me help you. That is rational stuff. That is stuff that we can get behind, and it's not as if the customer has to do that. It's also not as if the shop owner has to do it, but the shop owner can say it, and the person doesn't even have to shop there if they don't want to. This is common sense stuff, and we need to be getting there. Here's another one from Mayor Eric Adams. This is from the New York Post. It says, Eric Adams wraps Kamala Harris over the migrant crisis. He says there's too much in her portfolio. So he is actually talking about her being able to run for future office and saying, no, it's not a good idea. She's, I think he's criticizing her as a politician, but the reason that he's doing it is not because he dislikes her personally. They're both Democrats. Let's not kid ourselves here. He's still a Democrat. But he's saying that she has done such a terrible job on immigration that we're now dealing with her bad policies. This is rational stuff. And when you see Eric Adams saying this, I think we should applaud it, not just because we agree with it, but because he is going out on a limb against his own party in so many ways, and that's what the Democrat Party needs right now. They need moderate voices to come out and say, look, some of this stuff is kooky and stupid, or to at least, if, if they're not willing to criticize some of it, just say, well, here's the policies we're going to put in place that are rational. 
That's what we need. That's what the city of St. Louis needs. That's what the city of Chicago needs. That's what cities need, is somebody who, even if you disagree with all the rest of the things they're doing politically, they're at least willing to go on record and say, I'm against crime. We need to prosecute crime. And I love the stuff that he was talking about, his relationship with the Lord. If it stems from there, I think it almost has to. I think it has to. Uh, Because he's not willing... Usually these people... They're so self-protective that they're not willing to buck their own party unless they're answering to something higher. And in his case, that's exactly what he's saying he's doing. I was thinking about it a lot this week for some reason. I think in light of these comments, because I heard them earlier this week and I've been waiting to play them back, that Jesus didn't really talk a whole lot about public policy. You know, he addressed it where it was asked of him, you know, should we pay taxes? We'll give unto Caesar what Caesar's. You know, it's not that he avoided it. But he spent the vast majority of his time not trying to fix the world and saying, here is the way to run things. He talked about people personally and saying, I have come to save you, not everybody, although it does include everybody. I'm talking to you. He would talk to individuals and say, what is your issue? What is your problem? What is your relationship with God? I am the gateway for you to have that relationship. He was talking about individual things, not necessarily public policy. A lot to learn there. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Wiggins America. Not all heroes wear capes, but Ryan does. Wiggins America. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Follow him on Twitter at Radio Wiggins. Trisha Everding, thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you so much, Ryan Wiggins, for having me. I don't plan on using a lot of it because I have one big question for you. Now, if you want to answer that in depth, great. If you don't, that's fine, too, because this is a question I think every single person would answer differently, and it may not be complex for you. Okay. The question is, you have all these different voices speaking into your life. Yeah. You got. We've talked about this. How you have people at home saying, "Well, you need to date your spouse more. Mm-hmm. You need to exercise more. Date yourself. Drink <laughs> more yeah. water. Yes, all of these things. Drink less water. Drink with water me, before bed. Drink. Yeah. 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 With me, I've got church telling me you need to spend more time with your church family. Mm-hmm. All of these things are good. It's not as if anybody's telling me negative things. How do you discern? What's more, most important to actually take on and say, yes, I'm going to do that when you have all these competing voices. We're one of those voices. I mean, work in general for us, but even I'm talking to somebody listening right now, we invite you, hopefully not pressure you, but we're hey, download the Odyssey app. Hey, we got Fish Fry Fridays. You know, these are invitations to things. We're not telling you have to do them, but you have a lot of messages coming at you all the time that are basically competing for your attention. How do you discern what's most important, Trisha? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, it's two different things. So when we were talking about this off air, we were talking about specifically self-care. Yes. That was, you've got about 9,000 different tips for self-care. Yes. Right? Three, two, one rule, delay your coffee intake, get on a sleep schedule, three small meals, fasting, liquid diet in the morning, meditate, journal, Walk like if you just want to take care of yourself, you need about three days crammed into one to get all the things in you're supposed to do. Right, and then you have the external. Then you have the things that you have to do to take care of other people. Yep. I think if you're asking me how I discern what's most important in my life, which seems to be the question here, I think it's what I have the mental capacity for and what makes me physically feel good. So, okay, what are those things that like my mind can handle because we only have so much space up there. We're like very smart, but we only have so much space up there. And but time. I, and time. Yeah. Time. Um, and then what are the things that bring me joy? Because that's another thing. Let go of things that don't bring you joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things that bring me joy. Holding on to those. And what about when all of the them do? <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem with self-care. Like these tips, they're mm-hmm. all meant to do that. Yeah. You know, they're all meant to be good things. Mm-hmm. So you just... For me, the answer to that question is, I have no idea. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot. It's for sure a lot. Yeah. Uh, Personally, I found that waking up at the same time every day, getting some exercise, 
delaying the coffee and um, being careful with what I eat makes me feel better. So I try to do those things. I tell you what, the one thing you said there that I really have adopted to is delay the coffee. Yeah. Um, I, there's so many of these things we could drill down on any mm-hmm. one of them, but that one drinking caffeine early has never really helped. It's, it's an instant buzz, but even at instant buzz after a few times of doing it, you don't even get the buzz anymore. Nope. You do it cause you like it. You like the yep. coffee and it makes you crash if you yes, it does. don't drink enough water in the morning. Before. My whole non-sugar diet mm-hmm. has eliminated a lot of that just by necessity, but that was one caffeine has never really been a thing for me. Let me ask you, so back to the bigger sort of philosophical mm-hmm. here. When you, you, you categorize those two things just now, which I think is very smart to do, stuff that's supposed to be for yourself and stuff you need to do for yourself, and not necessarily emotionally, but some just that's exercise and stuff like mm-hmm. that, eating right. Journaling, meditating. Which those... is emotional, yeah, but that's all for self. Yep. And then you have stuff that you have to take care of for other people, and that would include work. That would include me at times. Mm-hmm. I mean, for you specifically, and other, everybody else here. Um, your husband, mm-hmm. your family, mm-hmm. your dog, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things. Which one, since you said trying to make sure stuff that brings me joy, which one of those categories do you find brings you more joy? And no judgment either way. Just a, an honest question. I think the self-care probably brings me, if I'm being honest, brings yeah. me the most joy. The the exercising, the indulging a little bit, um, whether it be with media or relaxation, those things bring me a lot of joy. But I don't know. I, that's marginal. I think I the external things that we deal with all the time actually take up a lot more of our time. Oh, absolutely. So they bring a lot more of the stressors in. True. So the, yeah. the parts that are joyous about doing for others and caring for others and being mindful of other people's things and accomplishing things with others, those ultimately, I'm changing my answer, those ultimately bring me more joy, but they also bring more stress. Yes. So I have to, so the balance is a bit off in that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I find that, and this is a weird example, but I used to have a, um, a, a St. Bernard and Bailey, I inherited Bailey, Bailey mm-hmm. along with my marriage, <clears throat> and uh, Bailey became a part of our Lucky family. You, I know. Bailey hated me at first. <laughs> she, if she was just <laughs> She's left a good alone. Judge of care. I mean, <laughs> if it was just me and Bailey, Bailey would rebel. She would try to eat you. Uh, no, but she would try to eat my couch. Well, and let me know that she was not pleased with either the couch or me. I'm you not sure. Should have been taking better care of her. <laughs> well, I did, and she learned multiple walks. Yeah. Lots but of kids. One of the things that they've said about, I think this maybe applied to, applies to all dogs, but we looked into, because for a long time, Bailey was our baby. And early in marriage, like she was the, you know, oh, we got to make sure we're taking care of Bailey, you know. And so we did a lot of research on St. Bernard's. One of the things they say about St. Bernard's is that they're actually made to carry weight. That's They feel useful if they're carrying things for mm-hmm. you. And I think that's very interesting. And so I, we never really did anything about it, but... They make these little like weight packs mm-hmm. to, for you to walk your dog with. And I think this applies to other breeds too, where you can put a weight pack on your dog so they feel like they're carrying. So they're not really doing anything, <laughs> but, but they feel uh-huh. like they're carrying weight. And I think that applies to people so much that whenever <clears throat> I find myself, um, <clears throat> I, I love the, the things that I do here. Um, but when I get a day off, oh gosh, that's great. Like you said, that's, that's self-care, mm-hmm. you know, go and have a nice lunch with a friend or whatever. That's wonderful. 
But when I get too many of those days, like if I'm sick and I miss three or four days in a row, I just am to the point where I'm like, I need to be useful. You're I right. need to be carrying mm-hmm. weight. 100%. And so while the stress goes away, you, you, the the joy of being productive goes away. Yeah, and contributing to society and yeah. making the, the everyone's lives easier yeah. and better. You're right. And I, it's, it's, I didn't even intend to go here with it, but it really speaks to not only human nature, but the way that we talk about things politically, that I think we have an understanding, at least, and I think most people do deep down, but we as conservatives kind of openly talk about this, that being productive in society is actually a good thing mentally and psychologically, where <clears throat> there, are, there are entire groups of political thought that their whole goal is to make sure that you have to work or you don't have to work at all mm-hmm. and do less. It kind of speaks to conservatism, too, where the the left tends to think that government can solve the problem, where conservatives say if government gets out of the way, people take care of people. And it is in our nature to take care of people. Mm-hmm. Most of us want to be taking care of people. Most of us want to be taking on more to feel a sense of accomplishment and yeah. helping. So, it, I mean, it goes back to what you were saying. It. We're right. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's baseline stuff, though, mm-hmm. because I didn't even intend on talking in politics with you in this segment. We're just talking about life. But really, those are approaches to life that affect everything. I mean, they're worldviews that end up affecting politics. And it's, it's very it's very deceiving because when you hear I hear it, too. Somebody goes, man, you know what I want to give you is uh, debt relief. You know, I want to pay off your bills and stuff. That sounds fantastic on its surface, but it's just like that one day thing I, that I was just saying, well, yeah, one day would be great, but if I lived my life not working, mm-hmm. I, that's not, I didn't achieve anything and you feel almost worthless. And it's, it's like speaking to the human spirit to say, to be involved and whatever that looks like is different for everybody, but to be involved in the world and to be involved with other people, there's really almost no higher calling than that as just a baseline of humanity and the human experience. I agree. Well, we've solved that. Look at us go. <laughs> in under <laughs> 10 minutes. Amazing. I said I wouldn't take a lot of your time. We did it in under 10 minutes. It's awesome. So Thank thanks. you. Thanks for Keeping the, your word. Yeah, thanks for the segment. We'll be right back. More Weekends America. To the Mojave, to the pristine peaks of Southern Florida, this is Wiggins America. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Always original, never a repeat. Always original, never a repeat. Wiggins America. All right, I got something here that I'm actually kind of excited to talk about because it's it's one of those you heard it here first type of stories, and it affects so many people, and nobody's talking about it. Whether it happens or not, I don't know, but here's the deal. There's a group of senators right now that are talking about a bipartisan solution to help fix Social Security. Now, on its surface, I actually really like that because this is one of those issues that just like in the clips that you've heard, they try to hammer, especially Republicans, although Republicans would do the same thing if they were on the other side of the issue. They try to hammer Republicans for defunding or eliminating Social Security, which is stupid. That's not what they're ever trying to do. Even the most extreme Republican plans are trying to save Social Security in some form or another. Now, switching to a privatized fund or whatever, you may not like what they're trying to do, but they're not trying to destroy and eliminate Social Security. You've paid into Social Security. I have paid into Social Security. It's not going anywhere. That's our money. It's basically giving the government a loan for a long time so that you can have it when you get there, uh, among other things. So when I read the headline here, and, I, and this is not being reported, okay? This is something I had to dig up and really do my own research because even in the article, it doesn't really explain what's going on. So I've done research on this to see what exactly is being talked about. Bipartisan group of senators who are meeting privately to discuss how to best solve the problem of Social Security running out of money. Because you want it to be there when you get there. I don't really care about the program so much as I do that I paid into it. And I want it to be there when I get there simply because it's my money. Um, Any other solution to me needs to be much bigger picture and long term. So here's what they're talking about. A group of bipartisan lawmakers, it says, may have come up with a compromise in the form of a sovereign wealth fund, an SWF. Get familiar with that term because if this becomes a thing, you're going to hear it a lot. Something that the United States does not currently have at the federal level. SWFs are typically investment funds owned by the government, according to the Federal Reserve. In this case, such investments would be used to fund Social Security payments. So 
the article itself does not explain SWFs a lot. So I'm going to try to do that for you here. What this sounds like is a very, very um, communist slash socialist plan where the government takes over. They don't right right now the U.S. The way Social Security is funded is by you paying into it and then getting the money back at some point. And it's kind of a Ponzi scheme the way that it's, fun, it's they do it, but that is the way that it's done. A sovereign wealth fund would essentially add a new layer of government funding pensions and, health, and, and Social Security and retirement income that right now doesn't exist. And so, yes, the, pro, the, the program would be solvent. Um, it it would make sure that there's money there, but it's just your money again reallocated. So I'm not a big fan of this proposal that's being and here, I mean typical, right? Here's the names associated with it from Maine, Independent Senator <clears throat> Bill Cassidy. Um, sorry, no, that's Angus King, Independent senator angus king who typically caucuses with democrats bill cassidy a republican from louisiana and then some others like um mitt romney and thereabouts these are people who they're they're centrist ish um and i again separate the fact that i'm glad people are talking about this because so far all we do is just bludgeon each other with political talking points and we say well this side's trying to do that and then we grandstand, and there's an actual problem to be solved here. So I like the fact that they're talking. I just don't like the direction that this is going. And I don't think that you could get this plan past a Republican House, um, which is what you would need to do to pass these things. So I guess that's good. Again, here's some other names associated with it. Uh, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Warren and Sanders, Cassidy and King, again, their names there. So... They're basing this somewhat on other nations and some states have this, like Alaska. But Alaska is a weird state because they have so much oil and so little population that they're able to get away with a lot of things that other states can't. Long story short, what we have here is probably good news that there is bipartisan discussion on Social Security because this is a doomed program as it is. And I don't want to have a doomed program that I put a bunch of money into. But I also don't want to pay my own taxes to fund these programs on top of what I'm already paying, which to me and my own research into sovereign wealth funds is what it looks like to me. And especially the names associated with it, A, and B, the the countries that are associated with sovereign wealth funds, they're very socialist and what you see when these things take place, I'm, I'm looking big picture here, is that Social Security balloons, and we'll call it Social Security forever because everybody likes that term. Everybody's like, ah, I love it. I want to save Social Security, which is is common. I mean, I'm even in that camp. I want to save it. Uh, again, just to be clear, because I paid into it. Um, so they'll call they'll continue to call it Social Security, but it'll really become something else where it'll become a government retirement program. Well, guess how that's going to turn out? That's just going to get bigger and bigger, and they're going to lower the age. Although in this proposal specifically, they're talking about raising it. The one thing I like about this proposal is that they're talking about basing this on the market. So a sovereign wealth fund is investment money. It's just government-invested money. And that can kind of skew a market. I mean, if you're putting a $1.7 trillion, which is what they're saying here, that it would initial the initial quote-unquote investment that it would need, 
alert anytime you hear the word investment when it comes to government, it's your money. It's not an investment. They're just reallocating your tax money or debt. So when they do these things, um, that could alter the stock market a little bit because that's a lot of money. So that's a lot of power to have. But if they're investing in mutual funds or things that are kind of like broad-based investments, what you could see is that your investment, your retirement money would be based on the market. I don't think that's a terrible thing. I think that's actually a step in the right direction. <clears throat> so I'm glad to see the discussions, overall point here, glad to see the discussions, don't like where they're headed, but just glad that they are having them. Because we got to get past these political talking points, which really at this point have been drummed up by Joe Biden and Hakeem Jeffries, the minority leader of the House, primarily, and Chuck Schumer. Uh, they're playing politics with something that you don't want people to play politics with, your retirement, right? So maybe good news that people are talking because I think leveler heads may enter into these talks and say, well, it can't be that. And maybe there is no solution here, but at least they're talking. I think that's the good news takeaway. And it won't, hopefully it won't look like what it currently does because I'm not a really big fan of that. So anyway, there you go. You heard it here first is my assumption. Whether this has any legs, I don't know. But I could see within a couple weeks this really becoming a big news story, especially if there's not a Chinese spy balloon or something that really grabs all of our attention. This could become a real thing. It's kind of wonky. There's a lot of details to it. But at least now you're ahead of the game. This is Wiggins America. We like to keep you ahead of the game. We'll be right back with more. Finally time for us to get to the most important news of the day. I know it's been two hours of just a complete waste of time, but we've finally gotten here, and I'm, I'm glad about that because I hate wasting your time. I hate doing two hours worth of nothing finally to get to something that's important. Um, but let's talk about a couple commercials that are making the rounds right now. And specifically, let's talk about Lily from AT&T. Did you know Lily from AT&T is kind of a wokester? She's super far left, apparently, and is open about that. She's one of those girls who, she did a round of AT&T commercials in the mid-2000s to late-2000s, and then wasn't <clears throat> around for a long time, and I think did a campaign where, and this is my assumption, whenever you look at a news article and there's the ads at the bottom that look like news stories, but they're actually sponsored, she was in a lot of those, which makes me think that maybe she hired a PR agency to get her name and face back out there and it worked because 
Well, she didn't get any acting gigs, not that I know of anyway, but she did get rehired by AT&T, and I don't really have a problem with that. I don't think anybody knew her politics. I don't think AT&T was going, ooh, you're you're apparently a leftist. Let's hire you. She was just attractive. She is attractive, and she's got a strong screen presence. When she comes on an ad, you know, I kind of pay attention to it. I don't know why. I think that's the, the, the idea of having a spokesperson is that you have somebody like that where you kind of just go, oh, what's she doing? And she has some comedic timing. Well, here is her. And if you didn't know she was a wokester, I kind of, for some reason, I had seen something about that. But here's her coming out for sure to let you know that she is. Oh, um, wait, sorry. Before you unfollow me, I um, just really want you to know that I also believe Black Lives Matter and that money should be allocated from the police into communities. Uh, I'll just comment real quick here. Uh, you're. What she's saying is that people who don't say Black Lives Matter believe that black lives don't matter, which is ridiculous. And also that she wants to defund the police. Okay, that's the first couple. And uh, climate change is real. Uh, universal health care is the answer. And the ans- Universal health care is the answer to what? I don't know the answer <laughs> to that question. Um, I believe in removing money from politics. I have had an Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. I believe in removing money from politics. Okay. Again, how? <laughs> it's just it's just like, here's what I think. I think everybody should get along. Wow. That is revolutionary. Abortion. Um, hang on, hang on. Let me go back. Let me go back from there. politics. I have had an abortion. Oh. Um, and I support every birthing person's right to have one. Not women. Um, and what else? Oh, refugees are welcome here. I've been working for about the past eight years to make sure that refugees feel safer and have more of what they need in the world. Um, also, I believe people are inherently good inside. And, um, if I met you in person, I would treat you well. Well, that's, that's nice. I mean, that's nice that, uh, she believes that everybody's good inside. It is a worldview, however, you understand? And I want to believe the best. This has nothing to do with optimism. I'm a very optimistic person. Uh, I get down just like anybody else, but I want to believe the best about humanity. But as a Christian, and this is where we get into worldview, you have to understand that humanity is both made in the image of God and therefore has good planted within it potential, but is not able to tap that potential because of depravity that we're also born into. So God provided a way. He said, I will have a relationship with you through my son. And if you do that, you can tap into that good. But if you don't, here's the warning. If you don't do that, you won't be able to tap into the good. And that's where we get into the worldview. And it affects everything. I was having dinner with a guy the other night, a good friend of mine. And I said, honestly, uh, and we can kind of leave... It's weird. We talk politics, but it's almost like you leave politics at the door and you talk about them honestly. I don't have to speak in um, talking point. Not that I really do that anyway, but it's like you just you get outside the 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 typical lanes when you have a good friend, you know, who knows you and I know him. And uh, he, I said, you know, I think honestly, I could find out eighty to eighty-five percent of somebody's politics by just asking two or three questions. One. Who is God? And how do you answer that question? Two, who is Jesus? Three, what is the Bible? I think based on those two or three questions, you could really know 
the vast majority of somebody's political be- beliefs. Not entirely, but for the most part. Now, that's one commercial. My question for you about Lily from AT&T is, does that affect the way that you would go about purchasing a cell phone or cable or whatever? Does it make you not want to use AT&T? I think in a lot of instances, for me, when I hear a company doing something, I will actively try to boycott that company. It is so hard to keep track. So that's part of it, too, is just, look, if... The shoes I'm wearing or the shirt I'm wearing, I find out that somebody, that company sucks. I'm not going to throw the shirt away, but I may in the future just be a little more reluctant because it's hard to keep up with all of it. But in this instance, in particular, your spokesperson, that's got to be kind of rough, you know? You don't really necessarily know that they're going to come out and do something. I don't blame uh, somebody for hiring Kanye, whether you agree with anything Kanye said or not, because he said some stuff that I don't necessarily agree with. Even if I agree with certain things, disagree with others, you know, that's not really on the company, the spokesperson. So I would give AT&T a pass here. I see a lot of people online this week saying they don't want to use AT&T anymore. So I don't know. You're completely free to do that. Maybe they did know the politics and they went forward with it anyway and they didn't care. Um, But here is the most important thing. I said this, this whole segment is getting down to the most important stuff. And so before we get to the end of the show here... I want to play you a different commercial, speaking of commercials, that I think is probably uh, more in line with where I'm at as far as the commercials that I want to hear. I'm a professional cowboy, and I use catheters. Been cowboying for 25 years. I've broken 14 bones, had two concussions, and a punctured lung. I know pain, and I don't want any more of it, especially when I calf. Now... I use these new nearly painless catheters from Medical Direct Club. They hurt less compared to the old ones. These ain't nothing. So one thing I learned from that ad about a cowboy talking about his catheters is that A, catheters must be really, really painful if that dude who's had a punctured lung and been kicked by mules is still in pain from catheters. But also that when you use a catheter, apparently the shorthand, or at least cowboy shorthand, is that you cast. I didn't know any of that. I'm, I'm learning along with you. That's what this whole thing is. It's just a big learning experience. Thanks for being a part of Wiggins America this weekend. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend, whatever's left for you. And uh, we will see you next week. By the way, pick this show up, podcast it, type, type in Wiggins America like many do, or you can rewind on the Odyssey app. There's my plug. We'll see you next week. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 